Ladies and gentlemen, this is a smooth episode of Madcap. I'm David Ross. And I'm Daniel Bloom. Dominic Lolly and Jeremy Salkin comprise the live instrumentation dance music group known as Big Gigantic. They hail from Boulder, Colorado. While touring the lovely East Coast, we caught up with Big Gigantic via phone. Alexander Graham Bell's phone, to be be precise. (laughs) Their latest release is titled Nocturnal. Here's the title track. Nocturnal just, I don't know, I was trying to really make something that was, you know, obviously like just that, you know, in that kind of tempo and all the stuff in that in that vein. It's kind of big and bassy, but like really melodic and stuff and dancey. So, of course, we're talking to Big Gigantic, and you guys are known as kind of one of the most innovative acts out there playing the festival scene and kind of involved in the dance music world. Because for the most part, when you go see a show that can be classified as EDM, you're going to watch a DJ, but you guys are a real band. Well, you know, we kind of use that same concept in terms of, like, um, kind of DJing. Uh, I kind of do that. And at the same time, we try to really bring, like, a live element to the whole thing, so... Yeah, you know, I play saxophone and, and Jerry plays drums and kind of set up a bunch of loops and different things like that so we can do some more improvising stuff and sort of have our own way with certain sections of the music and transitions and different things like that. So it's kind of a little bit of a mix of an electronic band, like a regular live band, and, and just like a straight DJ. So it kind of makes it easy just because there's two of us to kind of fit into the normal DJ thing, you know, or like the live band thing as well. I want to know about your musical background, guys. Uh, take me through, like, the household, what was playing, what were your parents into? This is Jeremy. My folks, my folks, like, were more of the, like, Paul Simon, James Taylor kind of folks, but they also, my mom got me really into Steely Dan when I was young. What's your favorite Steely Dan track? Do it again. Uh, hey, oh, 19. Man. Probably, like, like yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, probably <laughs> Asia or Peg or, you know, something off the Asia album. I was little, I just would have been banging on stuff and playing drums, and my only formal training was, like, I was in middle school jazz band, and that's about as far as it went, and other than that, I'm self-taught. Does your middle school jazz band teacher know know where you're at now? <laughs> I need to find him, Mr. Crow. <laughs> Killing it, Mr. Crow. He's in Virginia somewhere. Dom um, has a lot more technical training, which Whoa. I'll tell you about. My dad was a drummer, my mom was a singer, and... And, uh, you know, we've always kind of been doing music stuff around the house and playing pianos and stuff like that and whatnot. But uh, did, did some music school. So I, I got, my like, my master's degree from Manhattan School of Music in New York and did that, kind of doing jazz saxophone stuff. And then, you know, and then me and Jeremy kind of both started getting into DJs. We were roommates and stuff. 
back in the day and then kind of getting into DJs. You go out to shows and all that stuff and, and then kind of got into deciding that maybe we should like play over all of it, you know? Rise and Shine by Big Gigantic. So how'd you all settle in Boulder? We met through the kind of Boulder musical community, which is a, it's a tight-knit group. But um, Don used to play in this band called the Motet, and I was, uh, I was fans of theirs and also worked with them and made posters and, you know, at one point sold merch for, their, for the Motet, like on the road, and helped set up drums. And uh, they, they were, the Motet dudes were always like the baddest dudes in town. And so those you, are the, the guys that you wanted to see. Like they're they're all like trained like jazz dudes, and they're all just ridiculously good. And um, so it's kind of I always tried to like study with the drummer, uh, this guy Dave Watts, and um, I never did get a lesson from him. But we became really good friends. And yeah, at one point Dom and I lived together, and he got a computer. And then it all kind of started from there. <laughs> you got a computer. That's really cool. You got a computer. I can only imagine like happened. late night session. No, go ahead. Tell the story. That's it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Computer, and then, then now all I do is sit in front of the computer all day every day. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> but it must have been exciting. Yeah. I mean, to be making this new music in a new project with somebody that you're living with, you guys are just kind of letting this thing bubble, bubble, bubble up and create. You know, what is it like to take something like that to the big time. Yeah, there's nothing like, there's nothing like, you know, we were pretty much like, well, we have nothing to lose, so let's just like do it and go, you know, go at it as hard as we can, you know, like as hard as we can, like in terms of whatever we're doing with it, whether it's like playing a show or trying to go book a tour or whatever it is, you know, and like just put our all into it and, and you know, fortunately we just had a great team behind us and, 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 um, all of us kind of have on the same vision, so it's really cool to see something that you know you just put a lot of time, and energy, and, and and have a lot of fun doing. Actually, you know, working sort of like how you wanted it or envisioned it to, to work out. You know, it's, it's it's pretty cool. It's Madcap DC, and we're spending time with Dom and Jeremy, the duo known as Big Gigantic. Here's the track "All Nighter" off their album Nocturnal. Thank you. 
What I like is that you have a pair of Nocturnal and All-Nighter, and then you also have Uprising and Rise and Shine. Yeah. And none of it gives you any time to rest. There is no room for rest on a big, gigantic record. Yeah, it's, it's very... I wanted to definitely make a very gassy record. Something that, you know, you could definitely listen to at home and, and whatnot, but definitely something that is uh, very gassy. What do you all listen to in, prepare, in preparation for the show? Sometimes nothing. Sometimes we just practice. Um, there was like a phase where we were listening to like Erica Badu before the show. And just Soulful. Whoa. So I've, I've been actually listening to a little bit of rap, like some kind of hip-hop or rap before. I go on, that always seems to get me in the mood. Which <laughs> which Erica Badu tracks are we talking about? Because I'm a huge fan. Me too. Yeah. Do you guys know who Robert Glasper is? Yes, the Robert Glasper experiment, right? Yeah, yeah. There, she has a track on the Robert on the Glasper experiment album. Afro Blue. Yeah, Afro Blue. That shit is nice. Dream of a land my soul is from. Do you have any interest in possibly working with vocalists? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I'm available it's to really rap tomorrow. Just, <laughs> just hasn't totally, completely happened yet, but you might be hearing something on the new album. Okay. Ah, would you think to maybe be your own vocalist on your own track, a la Calvin Harris or Flux Pavilion? You do not want me to sing. Yes, bro. we yeah, do. I yes, I do. We both I do. I have a saxophone for a reason, bro. If I was a <laughs> sing, I'd, I'd probably try it already. <laughs> well, you make that thing sing, that's for sure. Hopscotch is a song that's well named, and it's to my ear probably the jazzy, most straightforward jazzy song. You know, it's, it really hinges on the saxophone. That's a really nice tune to listen to. Swing, really. <laughs> yeah, swing like a motherfucker. Hopscotch is great. I love playing that tune. It actually reminds me of. Uh, Top Dutch or Double Dutch. Nice. At the club. <laughs> double Dutch at the club? You might see me doing that tomorrow. At the club. That's not a bad idea. Like, put it in neon on the floor. Yeah, you might see me with a jump rope tomorrow. You like talking about studio rituals, or what sort of things put you in the right state of mind to create the music that you create? You know, I make music every day. To make music every day, to get better at making music and to be more creative and tap into my creative stuff more, as much as I can.
song Heavyweight Champ. Seems yeah. seems to me almost like you guys decided to make your own theme music or like what you would walk out to a boxing ring listening to. Well, you know, I made the song and I love the song. I love the melody and all that stuff. And I was like, you know, it sounds like some Rocky shit. How does playing club dates differ from playing festivals, other than the obvious being much greater numbers? It's fun to play outside. That is always really entertaining, whether it's like a sunrise or sunset or, you know, playing in front of that people, is that's like a huge experience in its own. Just the energy with all of those people and you get a lot of new fans that just stumbled over to your set. You get the people that have been there waiting for you all day. It's great in festivals. You know, the vibe, we usually we try and hang during the weekend if we can. So many different festival sites that are epic. It's dope. But then playing during the day, like playing a, um, a club show is cool because you get all that energy contained in one spot and you get usually longer time to kind of express yourself. We've both been going to festivals forever, so we're just as much fans of the, of the whole, like, vibe as we are, you know, now we can be a part of it, which is great. I was able to see you guys live for the first time during a late night set where you were switching back to back with Umphreys McGee. That crowd, yes, at Bonnaroo. Yeah, that was really awesome. That was amazing. that first Bonnaroo, you know, when Mo did the super late night and destroyed it, and just, you always want something special to happen when, at any festival, you're like, oh my God, is Trey going to come out, or is this person going to do this, or whatever, and when those guys asked us to be a part of their, like, kind of swap out for their step break, we, like, instantly said yes, because... We knew it would be a really cool thing, and, you know, they needed a break, so we just wanted to be friends and help them out. I need the dollar, 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 that's what I need. Well, I need the dollar, 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 that's what I need. Said I need the dollar, 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 that's what I need. And if I share with you my story,
and Jeremy, thank you so much. We appreciate you all taking thank the time. You. Seriously. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, you see you guys at the shows. Jeremy Salkin and Dominic Lolly, big gigantic. Special thanks go to Barry and Daniel for helping arrange this interview. MadcapDC.org on Twitter, Facebook, and the Stitcher app at MadcapDC. Strippers falling from the sky and stuff like that. Strippers falling from the sky, wow.